Ladies, 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 Jeff and Jake are in the his house. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I was going to start with, um, have you heard, oh God, I cannot think of the rapper's name, but it's like, um, let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounce with an umpty. Have you ever heard that? No, but that's how you're going to start the show? That's how I was going to start it. Uh, you never start it. But I was going to come in with that after you oh. said that. All but right. Anyway. Go for it. I already did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How are you? Oh. Other than what we just discussed off air. Top <laughs> secret stuff. Top secret stuff. Um, I'm good. Like, are you? Uh, There's some family stuff going okay. on. But oh, is it what I think it is? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll probably have to cut that. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> she saw... doesn't listen. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I saw some things on, on Facebook and I was like, oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder how Jacob feels about all of this. I'll, I'll fill you in more at the end of the yeah, show. I can't wait. Um, so other than that, like, we haven't done a mental health check-in. Let's do that. Oh, it's kind of perfect timing. I've, yeah. been, I've been a little down. Have you? Yeah, the last couple, last week. I don't know. I've just been, just been in my head, you know, like, yeah. you know, depression cyclical. For and sure. You can just kind of find yourself, you know, it's kind of down a little bit and you just need to, re- eventually you get out of it and you just reset. And I value you saying that. Because I mentioned that I, I got off my antidepressants, mm-hmm. and I was feeling good. But then I feel like I'm kind of getting a little like, man, Jen's like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot happening, right, mm-hmm. uh, with work and, and, with, and at home and stuff. And I'm just like, no, I'm fine. Like, didn't I just say I was fine? Like, I don't need the medication, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, because I said it was fine. Yeah. Um, but not until you said right then that it's cyclical that I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Which I'm still not on the medication, but when I, okay, Logan, <laughs> little whiner. Um, he's been trying to get me. I, th- I keep thinking he wants to jump up on my lap. So then I go to pet him and he's like, no, can't touch me. Yep. And then he like jumps he's so away. so annoying. <laughs> um, but oh, he's but so good. it's when you name it, you claim it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that's yeah. what you just did for me. So for thank sure. you for well, that. I glad I could be of assistance. Just feeling down? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I, uh, last night went on a, Kylie and I went on a, she got off work mm-hmm. early and, um, we went on an impromptu hike in the gorge, just to the same Jeez. place, just to the same that same place that you, you, her, I, and the dogs went to. She wasn't there. Yeah, Kylie was there. Oh wow, you guys went down there. Not that one. Yeah, oh. not the one that where you and I went. Yes, but the one, the, the one waterfall. Where, yeah, at night. Well, it was right before dark. Was that the one picture you just posted when yeah. you're on the log? Mm-hmm. That's danger, dude. Why is that danger? You're just living on the edge. Oh, you should have seen the one where I went down on Punchbowl when I went to Punchbowl Falls. I don't want to see it. Send it to your dad. Well, no, like <laughs> so. The picture of Punchbowl Falls. How I had to get. You've seen the oh, picture, okay, okay. But there's there's no photo of me down on a, how I got to down Jeez. to get that picture. That that was actually probably. So you guys went last night. Sketching. Yeah, and that was really nice. It was like kind of like a really nice like re- reset. Okay, like, I just needed nature resets, dude. Yeah, I mean, I need it. I just I don't really realize how much like medication can only get you so like medication can get yes, you so far. Yes, it's a great right? it's aid. A, it's a stable like it kind of sets like it kind of sets like a bar. Almost to where you, you can't, you're not going to go lower than like, oh, I feel like, okay. I yeah. feel like it kind of like it keeps you from getting to like real low lows, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean you're not going to have lows. Yeah. It's just, it allows you to manage certain things and mm-hmm. not, uh, not buy it, bite into triggers as much. For sure. Right. So there was like this, there was, there's been some tension in the last like week 
over multiple things involving me and a family member mm-hmm. to where like in the past I would have really lashed out. Mm. And then now I'm able to, and who knows how effective it is, but <laughs> I w- I'm able to at least stay more calm For sure. and not be in a place where I feel like then I have to apologize. Like I have to apologize. Or have a reaction that yeah. you need to apologize mm-hmm. for. Because that's, that's my biggest that's thing has awesome. always been like, there's a lot of times when I've been justified to be angry. For sure. But then I react in a way that ultimately ends up making me apolo- have to apologize. <laughs> yeah. And then and then that person... And then I get... Fr- not only then I, do I feel bad because of what I did, mm-hmm. but then also the per- because I reacted, overreacted mm-hmm. in such a way, the person gets off not having to acknowledge the thing that hurt like that hurt me and caused me to overreact. Yeah, you want to... There's, there's like culpable... Like, right, yeah. there's... Mo- there's culpability there on both sides, but then I'm frustrated. Like I never got my apology right. because of the way I act. Because you already went too far. Exactly. Yeah. So it is my own. It is my fault <laughs> yeah. per se. But then it's also like, gosh, dang it! Like I wish I hadn't have acted mm-hmm. like that. And the added, the added. Uh, little yeah, when you're calm and cool, like, it's just like, oh damn! Like I'm not mad. He's not mad at me. He's disappointed. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, shit. Maybe I should apologize because, like, you know, normally you you get a reaction where it's like what the fuck you screwed me over but no 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 mm-hmm. you're just keeping it cool yeah okay that's good I'm trying to i like it's it. a work in progress oh my god yeah but uh and there's times where like i don't do as well and there's times where i do do as well but i don't know you it's do just, do i do do you do do well i, I do I do so, well dude. yeah <laughs> although i have been a little backed up because you, need, need, a, some you need a healthy digestive system yeah here. so that that's another thing and just need a healthy digestive system yeah, you need to do do well <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take some uh, some activia. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Cur- the Jamie Lee Curtis yogurt. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, no, I, I it's just um, yeah, I haven't been able to hike as much. Um, oh yeah, which is just is been, it time or yeah? I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this on 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 air or if we mm-hmm. talked about this over Xbox. Okay, probably Xbox. Uh, probably Xbox. But it's just like since I started my new job. Oh yeah. Like my old days used to be my old days off were Sunday Mondays, yeah. And Sundays, like, were the days where like, you know, I, I had to do like obligations, yes, obligations, there are right? Obligations on Sundays. So, um, because that's like my, my one day that I have like where everybody has it off, mm-hmm. right? So I got to be with my, got to do, I got to do things with my family, yes. got to do things with Kylie, which is not a burden. It's just like. It's not a burden. Obligation. <laughs> it's not a burden. And I've had this conversation with her. Uh-huh. It's just like there's some times where like you want to have. Here, take the shovel. I know. I'm just <laughs> just still digging. No, but there's like no even like for her and I time. Yeah, right. Sure. Like there's times oh, where it's like because any hike I go on, Kylie is usually with me. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm trying to go on a hike by myself. Right. It's just like I want to go on a hike or I want to go and do the things with Kylie that I want to do. Right. 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 But when you have time with everybody else off, especially other family, and then all of a sudden, or just other people, it's like, oh, hey, you've got Saturdays off now. Can you can you help with this? Or can you do this? And all of a sudden, you're in Help. All Don't of, ask me for help. <laughs> and then just all, kidding. Then all of a sudden, you know, your entire weekend is gone. Your and then two days are obligated. Yeah, so it, it was nice and mm. things I got to get used to. I think this is probably one of the biggest causes of it is like, I've never had really good boundaries or saying no or saying no is probably my hardest thing. Right. And, uh, so then that always ends up like, I always end up getting too much on my plate to the point where I'm feeling really, and then I start just kind of 
all that starts weighing on me and then I start feeling kind of down. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's where I kind of been and just because Mondays were kind of like my day. Nobody right. else had Mondays off. So I could just go do whatever the hell I wanted to do. Like nobody like because it almost said it. I didn't have to set boundaries because the day of the week I had off oh, yeah. set natural boundaries anyway. So now it's just me trying to navigate how to say no to people. I mean, you can do things during the week, can't you? Not really. Like not, with get, not with it getting darker. I'm not talking about like hiking. Oh. But I'm like these w- things that weird people are asking help with or for. Ask me during the week, dude. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like in the week you're already going, so you might as well just go hard. And then on the weekend, chill. But yeah, dude, how how busy are those hikes during the weekend? Oh, they're a lot busier. Yeah. 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 Some of those places you can't even go. Yeah. But it was nice because that place that like I went to. Um, when was that? Last night? Last night. Oh, wow. Which is normally super packed, especially since Eagle Creek has been closed. This yeah. Is, um, there was we were the only ones there. Right. So it was really nice to be able to because like when you and I went, there were people just literally <laughs> Trolling, just doing camping, a dude. yeah, just literally not even moving. There's like one little spot you can stand at to view the waterfall, and then this dude was doing his full on like senior pictures or something mm-hmm. there, and he wouldn't they wouldn't move. Like it was that was like just super rude. <laughs> anyway. But nobody was there. Nobody was there, which was really nice. So that's enough about me. I'm feeling so anyway. I'm feeling better. That's uh, good. So what about you? Uh, I mean, as far as mental health, I kind of touched on it, but like, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously I, there, there's a recognition there of feeling a little down, but I think it's just, I think it's a lot, a lot of it has to do with work and just, just the, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been. Yeah. Um, well, some of the stories you've shared, that's pretty trying Yeah. and really anxiety inducing. Yeah. And I honestly feel like I can't stop. There were days. Today was awesome. Today was an awesome day. Good. We got a whole new system at work, and and they're they're just kind of they they kind of helped us get through it. Like I kind kind of do. I can get my job done. Mm-hmm. But three weeks ago, prior to this new system, I was good at it. I was awesome at my job. And I could do extra, and I could leave early, and I could do all these things. Mm-hmm. And now I am not good at my job. It's okay because nobody is right now, which is kind of nice. Um, but with that comes like me constantly like, oh, God, did I do this? Oh, God, did I do this? Oh, God, did I do this? The phone's ringing. Oh, God, hey, can you help me with this? No, I don't really remember how to do that. Let me check my notes. And then going through that and mm. just constant go, 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 yeah. go, go. Now it's been a week week and a half and i'm like oh okay i know how to answer that question and i feel a little better about it um i got off kind of early today hmm. uh so there's 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 as that eases i walked into work today and i text jen and i was like i'm in like a good mood right now and she was like is it because you don't care <laughs> <laughs> and it's like there's an element of that like yeah. you know screw it like there's only so much i can do based mm-hmm. on what i've been told or trained to do sure but otherwise i'm like so, so you can always tell the kind of mood I'm, or the the, the the headspace I'm in at work, um, or or just in life with how I work at work. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, the best part of working in the swing shift is like I don't really have to see many people. I kind of engage with the drivers every now and then, but it's just kind of me in my own time and doing my own thing. Um, but they were like, "Dude, are you okay?" Like I'd come in, my hats like 
tip to the side and my hands mm, on my head yeah. and i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like staring at my eyes are like as big as they can be mm-hmm. and they're like you good dude and i'm like i'm I'm, I'm all right you know like i have to be and then today this this oh i love to throw this at the driver sometimes when they call i'm i'm gotten so used to them calling my desk i can i know their phone numbers mm-hmm. so do they call from their cell phones or do yes, they have like their cell phones okay um and we have like walkies but they always just call on their cell phones um so i go let's just say the the company i, I know i've said it before but i'll just say it say what you mean uh but i'll, I'll answer like this mm-hmm Say what you mean. This is Jeff. How can I help you on this glorious day? <laughs> and they're like, what? And they're like, are you okay, dude? I'm like, yes, I am awesome. What can I do for you? And like, I find that me even being sarcastic and playing like that brings it up a little bit. Mm. Like we're all, it's all shit for everybody. Nobody wants to work. No. Work sucks. Nobody wants to work. But when I say the day's glorious and it's, you know, dumping rain and just gross out there, they're just like. Can I get this information from you, please? Mm-hmm. Anything for you, dude. Thank you so much. And like, they know I'm just being a smart ass. And then they come in and then I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened to the Jeff we were talking to earlier? And I'm just playing with them. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like that. But I think it's all like recently for me, it's just it's just kind of forcing yourself into that positivity. Mm. Um, that does so much when you kind of just like shake it off. Like, dude, okay, this sucks. Mm-hmm. This is miserable. Let's try to turn it around a little bit. Sure. Let's just try. Let's force it. Let's force it. Like, mm-hmm. let's grind it. It sucks. This is not easy. And I don't feel happy and positive. But let's just pretend we do and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And me being a smart ass and doing that, I, if I can get someone else to laugh, I could love to make people laugh, right? Mm-hmm. So getting that from them, I'm like, okay, we're all right. Yeah. We're okay. Uh, it makes me think of something that my, th- so my therapist and I, um, she had sent me some like literature and there's this book it's called act like a roman emperor okay and it's all about kind of stoicism so if you act like a roman empire mm-hmm. a roman emperor then you'll kind of be a roman emperor okay so it's it's basically like if you want to be like if you want to be happy or make everything happy around you yeah just act like a happy person isn't that put, weird put on that put on the the roman emperor yeah, cloak yeah put on the happy cloak and that's kind of like that's so dumb it is dumb but it but it gets it but it, like you're talking about it yeah. gets you out of that mind it gets you into that mindset yes. of being like happy i mean it's dumb it's, because you it, like tricks you you like trick your mind into but also you're creating an good. environment where people are responding to that yeah like whoa jeff was super positive today mm-hmm. it's like that makes me feel positive and then you have positive interactions mm-hmm. when you're down and you're like Ugh. it's like yeah nobody wants to interact with that no um and Sometimes I, I work with individuals who I sometimes describe as a dark cloud, and I don't want to be that dark cloud. Yeah, those people are... It's hard. Yeah, it is. But when I, I, as I'm getting better and better at this job than some of the people around me... Mm-hmm. Oh, yesterday, dude, I, I literally yelled, I am fucking good at this job! <laughs> <laughs> like, I screamed it so loud. Really? And it's just because I'm finding ways to... to so it's a big, giant puzzle that i have to solve by the end of the day and sometimes i maneuver and shift and change things that just are just time 
it's just better on time it's more efficient it's more successful it's just better all around and i made two just really solid moves yesterday and i was just like i i yelled that in my office and drivers are in the other room <laughs> just like in my, awesome. in my train he's just rolling his eyes at me and i said what are you gonna do without me and he goes i don't know probably that and i was like yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you wish yeah you wish get lost um so i mean it, yeah it, it's kind of that cyclical up and down feeling mm-hmm. good feeling yeah. bit sad feeling good feeling sad um today i feel good mm-hmm. well good yeah good. we're here and we're doing this yeah how, That's all um, I care about. how are you feeling about uh how you feeling about fall are you a fall mm. guy or are you gonna miss summer I'm all summer, dude. Yeah, no, I'm more of a fall person. <sighs> like this is my time. I'm coming. Dude. I'm coming into my time of year. Yeah, it ra- and Kylie's the same way. So mm-hmm. her and I, when it was pouring down rain, like we went on a walk. Like that's just we love. I don't know. I just was. I love fall. I love uh-huh, cold. Uh-huh. Um, this is like my time of year. Football's back, even though the Jets are absolutely garbage. Um, New, Jer- New Jersey Jets. The New Jersey. They basically are. They're, They're in New Jersey. Yeah, they yeah they play in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, their practice facility is in New Jersey. Yeah, um, which, I listen to a podcast and they hate the Jets solely because they won't say that they're in New Jersey. Oh, really? Oh, they hate them. Well, they so, love to so watch the them team fail. originally they played at Shea Stadium in mm-hmm. in uh, in the Bronx. Okay. Are they still in the Bronx? No, but okay. they originated but in when New, the team New York. Moves, you move the name. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's a completely different state. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. <laughs> like they didn't when the Nets moved to Brooklyn, they did, still didn't call them the New Jersey like the, the New, New Jersey, Jersey Nets. Nets. That's became, a great. They became that's the, a great comparison. They became the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I suppose Anyways, you're. I suppose you're right. So you got the footy ball, but I'm not a fan of. For me, my fandom to the Jets isn't tied to New I York. I know it's on, based on their colors. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let me let me run this by you. Um, this is a little bit of sports talk here. Okay. Um, I'm going to a Thorns game. That's women's soccer. Yes, on Saturday. Me, Cheyenne, Jen, Alicia, and Alex. That'll be fun. Yeah. And I've been before. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy going to soccer games. Um, the only other time I've ever gone to a soccer game was like during August, like summer, like hot shit. Mm-hmm. I went at night to a Timbers game. Um, and I think every time I've gone to a Timbers game was at night with Jen and my brother. And then when Jen and I went to a Thorns game, it was hot ass day in August. So it was like hot days. Experience. And they play at the same. Yes. They play at Providence. Yes. Okay. So Saturday is not going to be hot. It's going to be dry, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it isn't, so I'm thinking about like maybe like if I, you know what I think about winter and this is why I'm down on winter and fall. When I think winter, I think Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Season starting, mm-hmm. walk into the arena in the rain, mm-hmm. misery. But then you're in the arena. As soon as they start singing the national anthem, you're just like, oh, shit, man. After this, they're going to do that hype video and everybody's standing up and like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Who's everybody, house? Every, everybody on your feet. You're yep. the sixth man. Oh, oh. yes. Yeah. <sighs> I can't wait. We got to go to the Blazer game so this maybe year. That's why like, I just like fall and like, fuck fall. But this fall, like going to the tip, uh, going to the Thorns game, and I'm going to Blazer games. Oh. I don't give a shit. Oh, 100%. I, I already got my vaccination card. Mm-hmm. I got a laminate for it. I got a lanyard for it. I'm not fucking around, dude. I'm going to be the ultimate fan there. <laughs> the ultimate fan. There's going to be a lot of ultimate fans. 
I mean, as long as they're vaccinated, responsible. Well, dude. I think they all are going to be. Yeah. Like the Moda is pretty much like sold on it. Like Good. they're gonna Good. force you to Good. to do that. Like I'm going to a concert Sunday. There. And it, no, oh. at uh, Richfield. That's right. And it said like must show proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. So at Thorns game, they're making us do it. Mm-hmm. That's why we bought all the lanyards and stuff. But yeah. it's like that's what I'm thinking. Like fall, I don't really care for fall. I don't really care for the rain. But they're. When I look back at like, it's almost like camping. Like people talk about this about camping all the time. Camping is miserable. You're sleeping outside. You're uncomfortable. It's not fun. And it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But when you look back on it, you're like, dang, dude, that was like, it was cool. Like we were outside. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> so when you look at the Blazer games, like the Blazer games is always awesome. But then I kind of look back fondly on walking from either the max or from where I parked mm-hmm. in the rain to the arena. Yeah. That's fun. It's yeah. not fun. It is not fun. But when you look back on it, you're like, I've only ever mm-hmm. walked. I've walked to Moda Center. What the fuck? Where are you parking? Huh? What do you mean? You've only walked there how many times? No, I've I've always walked there. Oh. I was going to say, I've never walked there in the pouring down rain. Oh. I've been lucky. I have walked there in, the, in a snowstorm. That's privilege right there. I have walked you there. You did a, go during the snowstorm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That was recently. Yeah. yeah uh, it was a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. well, last snowstorm. You went with Matt, didn't you? Uh, Matt and my friend Keenan. Yeah, yeah we, we 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 uh, the store closed early, yep, and we yep. we bought we got 100 level tickets for like 15 bucks a piece. Are you kidding? Because me? everybody tried to sell their tickets last second because they didn't think the game. They thought the game was going to get canceled because it was such. Oh like, my! The weather God. was so bad. Like and the, and the roads gamble. were so bad. So we just like we're, we'll buy them if they close it. Whatever, we're out 15 yeah. bucks. But we got lower 100 level t- tickets for 15 dollars. And I yelled what? at Matt. That's when Matt Barnes was still in the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I yelled at Matt Barnes every single time he touched the ball. <laughs> Have you sat that close before? No, that was, oh. the, first, that was the first time I ever sat yeah. that close. And then Matt had season tickets the year that Nurk broke his leg. Oh, jeez! And um, and so I got I went to the Detroit Pistons game mm-hmm. with him and uh, his wife and mm-hmm. me and Kylie went, and that was like mid one hundred level, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. So okay. I mean, it's like you really get a sense for how tall those guys are. It's you know what I when I sat that close, the 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 biggest revelation that I had was they're just playing fucking basketball. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously a th- the obvious. That seems obvious, but it's different. Yeah. When you're watching it on TV and when you're watching it up in 300, you're at a game, you're viewing it differently. Mm-hmm. When you're that close, you're like, hold on. They're just playing basketball. Yeah. It's we- It's different. I see what you mean. It's different. I can't even explain it. But when you're seeing like, oh, wait, he's just running around the screen. Oh, okay. Swipe it, shooting it. Like, it just... You're there. You're in a game. Mm-hmm. It's just way. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's so much different. Well, for me, the going to a football game never been is one of the most. I was yours. Yeah. Oh, but like going to an actual like NFL <laughs> yeah, game never is one of the most. Um, maybe it's just because it wasn't a good experience, but dude, watching even at the high school level, mm-hmm, football mm-hmm. just looks. It's not a great sport to view live. Oh, interesting. Like to be in presence. One, because a lot of times the stands are so far back. And like on TV, when the camera is like really zoomed in, a five yard run looks really cool because you, you got like a bird's right eye above, view. Yeah. You can see like the way the offensive linemen are moving. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see things getting set up. When you're like looking on it straight on from the side, a three or four yard run literally looks like just like 11 dudes just mashed together and then something happens. And then you're like, Oh, that's it was a three yard gain. Yeah, cool, and that's yeah. most of the game, mm. and except for like the th- two or three shots down the field. But most of the time, like 
you're not really watching. You're not really watching anything. Yes. Yes. Because like, you can't see the intricacies. Especially in the NFL. Yeah. Like, you the can't, cameras and angles. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't really see the intricacies of the game from where most of the time you're sitting. Yeah. So it's like you're watching the jumbo. You're paying a shit ton of money to sit there and watch the big jumbotron mm. to actually yeah. get a sense of what is happening any given play on a, yeah. like in an NFL game. I mean, it can be worth it sometimes though because it's the energy you're hearing everybody. Yeah, I mean, if if I was if I would like I would probably love it if I was in the Jet Stadium for a mm. big game and like feeding off of like right. there with my community. I went into the Seattle Stadium Against wearing wearing a. Jet wearing Jets, yeah, stuff to a Jets game that yeah. the Jets ended up getting losing twenty eight to seven. Yeah, so it just like cool. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> getting beer poured on you, shit talk. No, and then it started raining, and it was just it was gross. It was just a bad experience. Mm. But these are long winded answers to how we feel about fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, I don't think I really like it. Winter, mm-hmm. snow. Are we don't have winters, right? I would love snow, snowy winters. I would love like two solid months of just snow. Oh god, our we would shut down. I love it. Let it happen. What? Nowhere else in the world shuts down. Yeah, we do because we're we just. <laughs> I I just feel like we don't really. Here's the thing. We all. I here's my here's my here's your hot take my on take, snow. No, my take on this. My my real hot <laughs> snow take is that everybody wants a snow day. Okay. Right, how great was a snow day when you were in school? It was awesome, even in college. Yeah, oh yeah. The few days that WSU actually closed down due to snow. Like, no, they would always make us drive. Up I know that shit all the time. There's yeah. maybe only one or two days where it actually closed mm-hmm. down. But how great is it when you can look out, see snow, and be like, I can cancel all of my plans, mm-hmm. and I don't. There is there is no. I can sit on my. I can sit my ass down and play Xbox. Yes, from the You've beginning about this. to the end, with. Not even feeling bad about right. it. That's the greatest thing about a snow yeah. day. Not the actual snow. No, the actual snow is awesome. I don't like messing with my snow. I remember in like, what was it, 2008? There's a pretty big snowstorm. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think that's when it was. And I was like living in Gresham. Whenever it was, I was living out in Gresham by myself on like 181st in Halsey. And my parents lived on like 122nd in Halsey. Mm. And I was living in an apartment alone. I was by myself, and it was like a weekday, and I work had got canceled. They were like, don't come in, and I was so bored. I lived in an apartment alone, and I, that was kind of a cool experience, mm-hmm. right? But not that night or day, and I was like, you know what? Like, screw this. So I just put my snowboarding boots on, and I walked from 181st to 122nd and just walked. Hmm. Just went to my parents' house I and liked, hung out. I like snow walks. And it was it was night. Mm-hmm. It was night. And yeah. I like snow walks because it feels like everything's quiet. Yeah. Or everything's hushed mm-hmm. or muted. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's not traffic out. Speaking of muted, let me ask you what you thought of the last episode of Only Murders in the Building. With no, uh, not a single word spoken the entire yeah. the entire episode. Really well done. Yeah. That's very unique. Yeah. It was very unique. Mm-hmm. Very unique. Because they were doing it from the perspective of a character who's deaf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I just want to know what you felt about it. I, Crazy I, revelation, though. Oh, I, yeah. Can't talk about yeah. it. Don't talk about it. Bob's your uncle. Um. <laughs> also, the Scrabble. Hilarious. The Scrabble game. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dude, we'll see what happens there. Very old man-ish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, ha- she, ha- she has to be involved somehow. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, oh, I like where you're going with that. That is a twist, dude. Mm-hmm. That is she a twist. shows up 
after the podcast has already started. Interesting. That's a twist. Mm-hmm. But she's been there long enough where he recalls like her playing in the building. Yeah, but she only starts talking to them. Because mm. clearly the, the murderer is in the building. Right. So... I don't know. Oh. I, f- I feel like she I feel like she is involved somehow. Interesting. But who knows how? This is I feel like I feel like that the way this is written, we have no way we're not gonna know until the end. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Anyways, just watch that show. Uh but yeah, I like walking in the snow and snow. So I like I like hundred and fifteen degrees out or like thirty two and snowy. Thirty two. That's like right where it's gonna stick and not melt. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my two pole. The rain, you like, like you like the pole, you like the poles, huh? Yeah, I don't like the middle and the rain. Spring, me, like September twenty first, my mm-hmm. birthday, probably the best day of the year, because it's literally the end of summer and the beginning of fall, and it's not quite cold and rainy, but it's not really hot. It's still just like it's seventy five. It's perfect, yeah. dude. It's this perfect. is a, this is September's like September's awesome. This is one of my. This is probably my favorite. Most this and late May are probably my. favorite favorite times okay of year. I, could get, um, I could get down with that and but i also love because there's still snow on the mountain in may mm, so you there can, was none this summer dude. none it was none. insane finally uh it must have snowed because the because hood has snow on it oh, now okay. the, I the peak it. does uh anyway um about snow i always get really really anxious about my snow like i don't like footprints or my snow getting disturbed. I like being able to look outside and see a perfect undisturbed blanket of snow across my lawn. Mm-hmm. And my sister always likes making snowmen. Mm-hmm. So my snow is so always... The grass is like showing Exactly, because it never snows enough here to be able to do anything with it and still have it look good. Right. Oh, yeah. As soon as you start rolling balls, it's all muddy. Mm-hmm. And then your snowman's like mud snow. Exactly. And, yeah. then, and then after a couple days... All the all the snow along the side of the roads all black. Mm-hmm. It's just nasty. <laughs> like it just looks bad. Yeah. And then everybody drives like shit. And then everybody calls. Everybody else calls into work, but because like you're dependable and you've got a vehicle that can drive in snow, or you at least know how to drive in snow, right? Um, you go, you go, and yep. then you've got to pick up the slack for everybody else. Yep. Like I just not a huge. <laughs> I'm just not a huge snow fan. At least not around here. I like going to find snow. Yeah. But snow on our level, get out. Unless like unless it snows enough to sh- actually shut everything down. Mm-hmm. No, no thanks. You don't want none of that, mm-hmm. dude. My job is completely just derailed if it snows. Derailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I kind of I kind of like just vibe out in that chaos. Like, oh, dude, it's not good right now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do this thing. I don't know. So. Yeah, that's our hot uh, seasons talk. <laughs> How do you feel about the seasons, dog? <laughs> I'm a big, big fan of the four. Big if, fan if, of the four. <laughs> if I was going to power rank them, yeah, dude. Here's my ranking of the. So seasons. we're gonna we're we're going to uh, unleash our Patreon here soon, and on that will be first episode how we feel about the four seasons. Well, yep, we're gonna spend an hour on ranking the seasons and why. <laughs> And the the results might shock you. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Except for now, we just spoiled all of it. <laughs> so now we can't do that episode. Uh, Jake and I have been talking about doing something like that and doing some different shows um, for different audiences specific. Uh, I don't know. If you guys have feedback or ideas on that, let me know. 
Let us know. Because mm-hmm. I think we there's a lot that, you know, I took a poll amongst our listeners a few months ago. It was last it was last spring. Um, and it was it was very insightful into what people enjoy and what people don't enjoy. Um, we'll never change our ways for you guys. So suck it. But it there was a revelation on like what you, some of you guys want to see more of and see less of. And I think that, you know, this show, I want to grow it. Mm-hmm. And Jake and I have been talking a lot about doing that. We're talking about doing video bits and we're talking about all kinds of stuff. Obviously, I'm in school, but I think I'm in done in December. So mm-hmm. from there, I think I'm at least going to really shift gears into just like that video I made for last week's episode. Like that was fun for me. That's shit yeah. I love doing. So let me dive into doing more stuff like that. Um, but we talked about doing a sports show uh, once a month that maybe is available on a Patreon. Who knows what the pricing looks like? Even if it's a dollar a month, who knows? But if you're interested in listening to extra content about our hot takes on sports, <laughs> even though you just got them here, uh, but maybe maybe we limit we pull that back a little bit yeah. on this show and um, we focus that on just whatever the show is we call whatever we call it on the Patreon mm-hmm. and and have we're talking about doing different video elements and having different guests on and and just making a sports specific show, but then also other shows that we're talking about doing. I've talked about doing, we've talked about doing just solo shows where you and I sit down with other individuals in our lives and like talking and interviewing. I've at least talked about Mm it Um, and having a show with just like one person and just having an hour, half hour talking to get to know. Maybe say I sit down with my mom and she reveals all my dirty laundry out on the show. That could be hilarious. Something Mm -hmm. like that would be fun. Um, But these are just ideas that we're spitting out and, and just kind of putting out there. And I think eventually we're going to write them down and come up with kind of a plan. So if you're interested, let us know, let me know. Um, and if you boys are listening, obviously you are some individuals we're talking about for sports. Dem boys. You, um, as well as others. So, Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of your family, yeah. Uh, Kylie and I uh, were walking down at the new waterfront. I met her down there with, after work with the dogs mm-hmm. and as i'm crossing uh one Uh-oh. of the roads uh-huh. this white like this white hatchback car mm. pulls up and then Gangster. i'm like and i'm thinking that like oh i'm like they're turning right into like, they're kind of like turning they're right into right me for us. and all of a sudden I, the window rolls down and i just hear hey and i look over and it's clay and turn uh-huh yeah yeah so i knew it nerds so, it was cool seeing them what were they doing i don't know walking dogs uh i think I don't know what they were in their car and then parking just by was, the fort. No, by the new waterfront, Sorry, the new waterfront. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was like no parking. So mm. I don't know where they ended up parking. Cause if I, cool. if I'd seen them like walking, I would have stopped and talked to them. But Taryn has asked a billion times to be on the show. We have got to figure that out. Oh, we've... oh I have a date for days. You do. I do have a date for oh. days. We'll talk about that. Cha-ching. So Taryn, if you're still loyal and you're still listening, I'll be on day soon and I'll have evenings off. And then you can come and tell all the say what you mean audience how it is. Yes. What it is, how it is. Uh, dude, so there's a lot politically. I don't even know where you want to go. I printed an article you sent me because I wasn't able to read it on my phone. So I started reading through Which it. Which one is that? Come on. Oh, the Facebook one? Duh. Yeah. Duh. It's a good one. But I'll let you. I'll, I'll well, I mean, do you want to talk about that? I mean, kind of. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll so start there. So you send me this article, and like, this is just my my interest, right? Yeah. The the article is. I didn't think you were gonna read it because you were like, I'm at my limit, and I'm like, yeah, I know. No, like, not I, for school. No, oh. for Atlantic articles. 
Oh, that's what you meant. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like I've got so much reading to do. No, like, I'm not I don't. Dude, you sent me shit like this, and mm-hmm. I'm like, give it to me. Do you want my Atlantic login? I almost asked for it. Okay, I will. Se- I will send you okay. my login information. Okay, that would be amazing. Um, so you sent me this article: the largest autocracy on Earth. Facebook is acting like a hostile foreign power. It's time we treated it that way. Mm. So what? Okay, so I'm interested to hear about what you're like. W- like, what are your takes? You got highlights. Oh yeah, I can see highlights. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you think. So initially, I'm thinking like, is this hyperbolic? Like what? I mean, that's a huge claim to be making. That was that's what caught my attention. Of, of course, yeah. that's why they do it. For sure. And I'm like, how are you going to back this up? Mm-hmm. So I have highlighted here the why. Okay. So this is why and how. Um, so it says Facebook is not merely a website or a platform or a publisher or a social network or an online directory or a corporation or a utility. It's all of these things. Mm-hmm. But Facebook is also effectively a hostile foreign power. I literally wrote how. And then the next sentence, they answer it. So thank God. Because I was like, because sometimes you read articles and they're making these claims and they mm-hmm. don't ever get to to defining why. No, like these opinion pieces can yes can get that way. Yes. Yeah. That's what and we got to be careful yes. about uh, opinion pieces. And that's why I made that thing for the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It was also for homework, but yeah. that's why you helped me on mm-hmm. it so we can do that. Um, it says, this is plain to see in its single-minded focus on its own expansion. So here are the things that I highlighted as how it is. It's focus on expansion, mm-hmm. immunity to any sense of civil obligation, its record of facilitating the undermining of elections, its apathy toward the free press, its rulers, callousness, and hubris. That one, I don't know if I fully give him that one. Well, say that again. It's rulers, callousness, and hubris. So it's it's describing... Zuckerberg specifically when you throw that in there you kind of lose me I'm not saying that they're making bad arguments but here we're talking about how is Facebook this how how is it how is it operating like this okay well obviously he's a leader yeah so that's where it comes in I get mm -hmm. that but when you're it just feels like an attack on the individual I don't I don't I get it Mm-hmm. He's obviously yeah. the running it, but mm-hmm. for me, I want to know how. How is this? How are you making this argument of this entity operating this way? It has a leader, yes, I get it, but to me, it's still, I don't know. I'm disconnected a little bit between the two. So, here, here's a little bit of international yeah. relations theory. Okay, so if we're going, if we're going to call Facebook, what drew me originally to this article is that we're like I have been claiming that we need to view social, well, we've talked about it a social lot. media as a space, yes. right? It is a it is a created space where people essentially live mm-hmm. right so it is like even though it's not physical land right that yep. you can touch it is created space and then right. what is the how do you go about regulating it mm-hmm. anyway but my so zuckerberg being the leader and if we're going to use the metaphor of like a nation state yeah. as facebook mm-hmm. as facebook is a quote nation state um in political science especially like uh neorealism neoliberalism views nation states mm-hmm. um as just an extension of the leadership. Like, okay. As, okay. So when you're, so you can basically take original, like how individuals interact together and you assume that nation states are just an extension of that. They're just reflection, reflections of the, of the people within their, within that space. Okay. That I understand. Mm-hmm. If we're looking, if we're defining 
uh, if we're defining what a nation state is by the people within the nation state, mm-hmm. that's different than defining it by the leader being Zuckerberg or the burger, the leader being yeah. Trump so I mean, like, cetera, so human, so in political, like political science, especially international relations, this feels we'll like see, this feels like the cafeteria right now. Well, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll <laughs> like you you would view England and the United States interacting together as if you would analyze that interactions as if you would anal- you take the same the same analytic tools and uh-huh. the same way you would analyze individuals acting together as you would view nation states acting together. Okay. And so I think that what the argument that they're making about Zuckerberg, yes, I think fits if you're viewing because this through a political science lens. I don't know. And if you're viewing it as a nation state, yes. I get why they're putting Zuckerberg. They're putting him in there on how he makes them a hostile power for sure but wouldn't the people make them a hostile power well ultimately he can ultimately he controls it right and he isn't like and they're claiming that this is an autocracy so he has the final say on all of this okay yes okay yes okay there you go that's the that's the pin um Undermining of elections, it's apathy toward free press, it's rulers, uh, callousness and hubris, and it's indifference to the endurance of American democracy. Um, Some of Facebook's most vocal critics push for antitrust regulation and the unwinding of its acquisitions and anything that might slow its snowballing power. Hmm. Um, Where did I see? See, that's some place within social media that I find interesting is how does antitrust work? with social media because antitrust yes. is like like you're talking about monopolies to of protect a, of consumers a monarchy, from a, predatory business practices and ensure fair competition but i wrote it on here so social <laughs> so how does social media make money though social media okay. because these are like facebook isn't a Dude, I, did you read this thing yeah fucking 54 billion dollars i know but they make money they right they're not necessarily selling a direct product right Right. So how does that's my point is how does antitrust really work? Because with the money is coming from market. It comes it's coming from third party from yes. third party sources. Yes. So how can you break up a social media's monopoly if they don't really control a market person? Right, right, right. Because technically the market is or the the item or the access is free. Mm-hmm. Exactly. People are paying for access to that market. That's where the able, advertisers yeah, mm-hmm, are paying exactly, for. Exactly, yeah. So that's where the money comes in. It says it made poured in, advertisers poured in $54 billion into the in the first half of 2021 alone. And that sum surpasses the gross domestic products of most nations on earth. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the, I guess put this in perspective, right? So um, right now, uh, Elon Musk is the most, is the richest man, mm-hmm. richest person. Mm-hmm in the world with two with a net worth of over two hundred billion dollars. He has a higher like he has a higher worth than the country of Greece. Wow. That's an individual. It's an individual. <laughs> right? And an individual who are like not necessarily Elon Musk, yeah. although there's questions about what his intentions are for space. Mm-hmm. The same way you can question Zuckerberg's intentions for the created space of social media. Right. What happens when these individuals start making their own rules, mm-hmm. their own rules-based environment in spaces where the nation state can't necessarily touch. Yeah. 
I mean, how do you regulate that? And like you said, um, with the antitrust, how do you again? How do you regulate that? Mm-hmm. And this is a question we have been talking about for a while. Yeah, but we don't have any answers to. But I didn't finish the article. I was trying to read it. Okay, <laughs> at work. Fair enough. No, but I think I think we've touched on most of the major points. Well, yeah, and I wanted to understand what the arguments were. Right. So I mean, if if in it does. If you look at Facebook's acquisitions, it's buying up everything mm-hmm. all the time. They're building giant server compounds all over. There's one in Eastern Oregon now. Yeah. Um, so now there's actual physical space, right, mm-hmm. um, to so, this corporation. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess like – so antitrust could be like um, – like how can you – so Trump is running in – Trump ran into this problem, okay. right? So he's, he's temporary – he's not – <laughs> the arbitration thing and how Facebook works with yes. Trump being able to be banned and all of that, like that's up in the air. But currently he's not allowed on the platform. He's not allowed on Twitter. Right. So you've got these big players and this mm-hmm. may be where antitrust can come in. Right. Is that, um, and this is the same thing with net neutrality mm-hmm. is how do you have, like, so if you can't, if the market is so jammed, right. Mm-hmm. It's so dominated by just several firms right it's more like an oligopoly there's only like three or four major players and none of the smaller players can ever can hope to even access the means because the access to servers aren't there right, right. The, because the, oh, the okay the cost to pay to play yes to start a social media mm-hmm. company is so high that it it basically because of Facebook buying up all the competitions and the and the means to getting within the market mm-hmm. are now owned by them. It's called that's vertical integration. Right. Basically, they've created their own like um, everything is now self-contained within mm-hmm. Facebook. It's oh, the yeah. same thing with Amazon, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, is that no other firm can com- no other firm can compete? Like social, there's no other social media like outlet that is going to be able to rival Facebook. That's insane. Because how could they ever get a start? Yeah, they can't. You get could started. be like, well, everybody could go to that platform. Nobody's going to go to that. Like, yeah, nobody in any sort of way that's going to really challenge Facebook is mm-hmm. going to leave Facebook to go to an, to go to another it's to go to another platform, right? In enough numbers that it it would cause Facebook to have to adjust to like market pressures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because the the whole argument is about the free market is that people will you allowing people to make right. decisions is going to force the companies mm-hmm. to have to make changes for the better to yep. uh, to meet consumer needs or meet consumer consumer preferences mm-hmm. but when that comp- that kind of natural competition can't happen mm-hmm. facebook can just basically get away with whatever they want for sure but also i mean i'm i mean this is just me kind of just now thinking off the just off the cuff but like there is no if this is a free space obviously if facebook changes certain things or the way that it you know its interface or anything like that that might cause disgruntled users and then they can dictate the market or the use of social media that way mm-hmm. but really i mean there's not really anything that they're doing in their space that's going to force people to kind of go I don't. I don't know. Is it too big for anyone to then go? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't like this, and then bail. I don't know. There are some people who have unplugged for sure, but but like Instagram, like they, dude, don't. Even, I don't. Sh- <laughs> how many? But how many people threatened they were going to quit when Facebook came out with ads? Yeah, on your scroll, right? No one did. Nobody quit. Yeah. Well, and okay, so like I'm the reason I grunted during instagram is like you know about the reshare ability is this the algorithm or whatever well they've just made it harder 
to reshare shit. So you oh Kylie was complaining about this, but I don't. It's so I don't know fucking about it. annoying, dude. So and it and it helps like ever the arguments are that it like hurts small businesses and it hurts like people who are making money on Instagram mm-hmm. like Instagram models or Instagram you know yeah. influencers yeah, yeah. or whatever it might be. So you go to somebody's page and you're scrolling through your feed. You follow people. You follow say what you mean. Mm-hmm. They come up with this hilarious video that has a clip from the jerk and you just you're like oh dude I want to post this to my story. You hit the little airplane paper airplane mm-hmm. to share it to your story and it'd be right there. You add the, like a ha ha ha. And post it. Now you have to like go to the page, look at it, then go to create a story, then pull down the options and then click reshare and then it'll pop up to the most recent views and then you click the video or the post that you want to reshare. Hmm. Dude, it's obnoxious. Yeah. And that for me, not only is it like less user friendly, but there is a consideration about this show. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that video was fucking awesome. Yeah. But who's going to share it? That's all at work. You go here. So here's an example. I'm just going to run it through it. I can only send it to people if I use that little arrow. Mm-hmm. So now if I go here, walking through it, press story, and then I have to go create, and then I have to go up here, and then I have to go reshare, and then, oh, there's the most recent thing I looked at, and now it goes. Oh, what a pain in the ass. Dude, it's so dumb. I would have never figured that out. It's I'm not Exactly. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, obviously not for IGN. They're doing just fine. But for Say What You Mean. Mm-hmm. Like if their host makes this awesome video and you want to share it to your story so everybody can see it. Yeah. And it's just such a like longer process. Mm-hmm. That's gatekeeping. That's accessibility. That's something like that would dictate a market to go, fuck this, dude. Yeah. Anyways, that's Crazy. annoying. That is annoying. Social media sucks. Social media is a crazy space. It's literally what I'm studying in school right now, and I'm just like, I hate it. I hate it. I don't hate it. I love to create. I love to. I love the content creation. I love. I love. I love like looking at um, like all the statistics of like a post or something. When I post something, I mm-hmm. go and I look at like all of the data regarding that post because yeah. it's fun to see what's getting likes and most likes and when you get that little when you get that little notifications of like hey you're this post is doing like 80 percent better than your other post i'm like fuck yeah like we're doing all right mm-hmm. um that stuff's fun for me and that's part of part yeah. of part of the i guess discipline but when you're talking about like giant corporations making as much money as like other like countries is that something to be concerned about I guess it it comes down to how I mean how do you view the nation state the nation state system right where does sovereignty lie who answers to who and how do you define the space mm-hmm. I mean there's a space that they're operating in yeah so do you think that like so there's uh 200 something sovereign nations mm-hmm. right and the, and that's whatever takes place within like those borders is the control of that nation state's government, right? right? The, the elected or unelected heads of state and whatever government they've set up, right. that's the sovereign. For sure. But then how do you define international corporations that act outside of borders? And then how do you now define companies that exist in ma- like space that has been created? Right. It's just, it, dude, there, it is fascinating answers, and it's all going to get flushed out eventually. I don't we probably it, won't be alive for it. Yeah. But oh, you think so? I don't know. I don't think it's operating. You said it's operating outside of a space. 
But I think it's very op- it is very much operating within inside of a space. There are there is a space in which we go to, right? Mm-hmm. It's a digital space or what do they say like a meta space or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Like like banning Trump. You're like, of course they can. They're it's their own company. It's their mm-hmm. own space. Yeah. They can do whatever they want within that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until it's you getting banned. Yeah. You have Trevor Noah and what's his name from the Trevor Noah show mm-hmm. going around and interviewing people at anti masker protests. And then there's this comedian, local comedian here in Portland, who goes up to Southwest and is interviewing the anti masker rallies. Right outside the hospital, mm-hmm. and he's a comedian, but he's kind of doing that like all gas no breaks, yeah. Channel Five like interview style mm-hmm. of like he's he's kind of making he's kind of make fun of them by yeah. shedding light on them. Mm-hmm. He's not making fun of them, but letting them speak for themselves. And he got his videos got pulled from Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, you sure? I think you shared that yeah. with me. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is the difference? And and who's dictating what what is allowed and isn't allowed? That's where you lose me. Like, if you're going to, okay, let's operate in this space. Let's, okay, you've you've gone against our rules. Donald Trump, you're not allowed to be in this space for a while until further, you know, until mm-hmm. further notice or investigation, and it's all pending. But then, to me, that example of Trevor Noah and the Comedy Central and then posting the same fucking video, but from a corporation and a company and a, a local comedian making the same, almost the same content, exposing anti-maskers, mm-hmm. Not not celebrating anti-maskers, yeah. but having a conversation about it. Do we it. know that it's possible that they got flagged by whatever algorithm that pulls it? And because he's not anybody known, nobody bothered to actually watch it. And they just saw that it was promoting potentially anti, like, anti-vaccine. Maybe. And they just they arbitrarily pulled it without I actually watching it. But, but I hear that the appeals process is a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with an autocracy. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's no accountability. Yeah. And in a way, these this acts like a government because it's so much more. Re- Social media companies are so much more reaching than an actual business, right? right. That is selling. Oh yeah. That is selling products. Product. Yeah. Now this is like this is basically where we have a second self within yes. social yes. media. That's a great point. So it's um it's it's a different com it's different it's so fundamental it is yes. fundamentally different than any other product yes. that is being sold. Um, even though it's technically access to it is free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't, um, yeah, I don't pretend to have the answers for no. how, to, how to fix this it's or a fascinating or, conversation. Or, or where government should even be. But yeah. I find it, I do, I, I get frustrated with the hypocrisies though of people who are like 100% free market capitalism. Government shouldn't be intrusive into mm-hmm. any uh, business, laissez-faire, love capitalism, yeah. no regulation. But then whine when a private company bans them from their social media exactly. profile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's going to be... These these uh, social media superpowers, these tech superpowers. If you're going to act black and white, then you've got to live black and white. Yeah. Otherwise, and, adopt this, this understanding that there's nuance and gray to everything mm-hmm. and live within that. Yeah. But that's too hard. It's much easier to be just black and white about everything. Oh, yeah, dude. If you think... Uh in that polarized way you know it's easier to dude i was watching jen's watching all these documentaries on netflix about like prisons and shit <laughs> like girls. There's a lot of prison dude but she's stuff like on yeah like all these people like living in prisons and like talking through the toilets and stuff and dude it's fascinating 
<laughs> they drain the toilets, dude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, because, like, the women and the men are, like, separated by floors, they can, like, hey, are you down there? And they, like, they, like, bang on the toilet, and they're, like, that's how you call them. And they're, like, hey, can you hear me? I'm, I'm on the side of the toilet. And then they, like, listen to the answer through the toilet. And then they, like, did this one person they found out had, like, fish things through the toilet. So they tie, like, things to long strings, and they write notes to the women, and they, like, throw it through the the pipeline of the toilet and they they found a way to hook the strings with spoons and they pull it up and then they read their love notes dude it's insane <laughs> wow that she's like watching all these things and uh, i don't know i don't know why did i even bring that up no idea <laughs> anyway she's watching all these crazy shows and i'm just like holy shit like just these things these kids are living in and like there's like a all girls like a all girls um what's it called Correctional facility? Yeah, but what is it called? I don't know. Juvenile Juvenile, Hall? juvenile oh, okay. Center. Um, that shit's crazy, dude. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to steer this person in this, away from these things. Um, it's crazy. It, it's weird how different our penal system is versus what? rehabilitation. Like other countries that oh, focus yeah. on rehabilitation well, this girl's, rather than penalize well this girl's like detention center on facebook this show i can't even remember like girls locked up or something like that um it's a school mm-hmm. and there's like a there's this really interesting like instead of punishment there's a tier system so like if you're misbehaving you get knocked down to like tier two and then that restricts like if you're in tier two you're not allowed to do certain things but if you're in tier one you can do whatever you want you can like watch movies you can have your tablet you can do all these things but as soon as you like misbehave you get knocked down tiers and like i really like i was like whoa that's fascinating because that provides a space for growth and 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 making better choices mm-hmm. um which is kind of got me and Jen talking about maybe a changing into maybe a, a peer a tier sorry a tier based um system mm. to, to allow for growth um I know with Cheyenne her I've been talking a lot of, about Cheyenne is like you're not perfect I don't want you to be perfect she's like you're the best daddy I'm like no I'm not she's like yeah you are and I'm like am I no but you're always working to be and that's a response I've I've, mm-hmm. we've kind of worked through right yeah. like i am not the best dad in the world but i will always try to be and i'll always work to be mm-hmm. um and i think that tier system kind of provides that space to do that uh, i'm just fascinated by these these kids coming from like these at-risk kids coming from trauma and just like really trying to just working through being better sure. um it's interesting and then like dude they're talking about social media and like how they present themselves on social media and like i was so hot blah 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 don't look at me now like i'm not wearing any because they can't wear makeup and stuff and mm-hmm. like Dude, people are fucking fascinating. These shows are crazy. Anyways, tell me about what you want to talk about. About what? I don't know. We talked about everything I wanted to talk about. We talked about the weather. <laughs> we talked about Facebook. Uh, well, trying um, to get out of here. No. Okay. No. 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 Uh, I mean, okay. So I, I've got my um, queso, like cheese. I love queso. Quesadilla, especially queso, queso. blanco. Dia white cheese. Yeah. Like the crumbly kind, the Mexican crumbly kind. I don't know what crumply like is. The, it, it crumbles. <laughs> no, you're too white for that. Yeah, I'm way too white. I'm talking about Tostitos <laughs> queso blanco that you buy in like the twisty cup jar thingy. Oh, like dip? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You ta- like- I think you're like you're talking about like uh, ric- it's, it's not a ricotta. Well, is it ricotta cheese? Well, no, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Ricotta. Ricotta. But it's kind of like that. But it's like Mexican brand. I can't remember. But also okay. queso is cheese. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm aware. It's You're melted just, cheese. It's not necessarily melted. 
It looks like I it's don't, melted. I don't think it's defined as melted. Then how do they queso create is, it? I'm just saying queso is cheese. A cheese is a block, and then when you melt it, it gets runny. Yeah, but it's not the it's not melting it that defines it as queso. Just the block is queso. So just the word queso is cheese. So if I had a block of cheddar right here in in Mexican, <laughs> in Mexican. <laughs> that would be, you would call that a, que- a block of queso? Yes. Really? Yes. So I took two years of Spanish and I don't know a single word. Oh, wait, maybe you're right. Damn. <laughs> Looked into that one. Wait, is that right? How mm. do you say cheese? In- I'm going to ask Google. How do you say cheese in Spanish? In Spanish, that's queso. Queso. Told you, dude. I wasn't arguing with you. <laughs> I know. Mean, I was arguing with myself. <laughs> but I think what you're talking about is chili con queso, which is the dip. Yes. So queso is the block. Okay. Why are we talking about I, this? Hot cheese talk. Hot. Oh, you guys are getting oh, everything. Oh, I know why. Because you said, okay, so. Uh, and I said okay. queso. I like that. That's me playing on words, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That's that English gotcha. deconstruction. Yeah. I mean, you... Anyway, what? Something about you, you always do the ketchup and like we're catching up and mustard. Yep, yeah, yeah, I always do that. Okay, so anyway, uh, so uh, we've got on the docket. You can I'll give Biden. you the menu and you can pick uh, the military coup coming down the pike. Yes, that one. I don't. Although <laughs> Millie Millie backed him up. Did he? Because last I heard, oh, he did. He said the execution wasn't done well. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Let's go here. All right. So back to Afghanistan talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, con- Congress is doing their job. Doing their job. I like that. They're investigating why the Afghan pull pullout was such a clusterfuck. I, lo- you know, I want to say that um, you brought up someone wasting fucking time during it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've been listening to clips of of. Uh, kind of questioning and answering from both sides uh, from the, those being questioned, those mm-hmm. asking the questions. And like when you listen to it and you hear them like looking for accountability and them answering their questions, whether you, you find it bullshit or not the process, I just value the process yeah, when you sure. hear it actually being done. And like those elected officials in Congress doing what they're supposed to do and hold these people accountable mm-hmm. in the executive branch. I'm like, dude, like regardless of who it is, I just enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that's there. Yeah, yeah. Even though some people use it as a um, as a space to grandstand. Yeah. Look um, at me! Look at me! Mm-hmm. I want to. I, I want to go. I want to get out there. I want to get that zinger that gets me on Fox News. Yes, or exactly. that gets me on CNN. So then I can play that in a campaign ad when I run for re-election. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, especially the ones that are you know that are gearing up for presidential mm-hmm. run. That's the worst, especially when there was like five of them on the judicial committee when they were um, when they were uh, grilling Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Dude, Kavanaugh was a piece of shit. Yeah, but Cory Booker and it. and Harris. Yeah, dude, the grandstanding by them was gross. I have a chair. I have a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Just anyway, back to the topic at hand. 
uh they called um they did so last week was the state department blinken was on the hill that's the secretary of state uh this week the last couple of days have been the the defense staff the the chairman of the joint chiefs which is mark milley uh the defense um the defense secretary and then the uh the, head, the general who was in charge in afghanistan and then um Middle East Command, the the commander above him, the direct commander above him, which is the commander of Middle East Command, were all uh, asked very pointed questions mm-hmm. by Congress about the withdrawal, why the withdrawal went the way that it did, trying to get answers, which, mm-hmm. great, that's what yeah. we need, right? That's, that's our checks and balances. That is the c- Congress who holds the purse, yep. b- making sure that money is being, ap- like, yeah. appro- being appropriated well and that there's accountability by the executive branch who ex- who execute congress passes the law congress passes stuff and then the executive branch executes it maybe they need a punishment tier <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway i there was you know they didn't really i i feel like there wasn't a lot of mincing like typical generals they weren't min- they don't mince words right they just it's pretty plain speak Mm -hmm. and there were some people who took it as the generals uh were undermining biden yeah and there was i mean i don't know if it was like it's not their job to undermine it's not their job to either like hold up biden or undermine biden and their job is to tell the truth yes so and yeah there was politicking there by biden biden essentially when he set up nobody um nobody told me (laughs) <laughs> about the the ramifications yeah. like right of pulling like pulling out in the way that we did yeah. right withdrawing the way that we did and that's complete but we know that to be complete bullshit yeah and they pretty much said as much mm-hmm. like he was warned we had multiple meetings about what a what that timeline would mean mm-hmm. and but there's also culpability in millie even talked about this mm-hmm. is that once we once we lost the battle once He's like Millie was arguing. Millie was on the side of the Biden administration of pulling out, mm-hmm. but there were generals who are on that staff who mm-hmm. Biden brings in, who disagreed with Biden's right. withdrawal, who wanted to leave troops there indefinitely mm-hmm. to try to to keep the the Afghan government propped up. And Millie even like Millie said basically, I mean, is that we would still we would be back in a war with the Taliban had we still been there September first, right? So take it as you will and there's i think like there's culpability on both ends i read an article that was really good that basically said that what where the generals went like biden made a gamble where he tried to make he tried to appease Mm. two different competing policy preferences right the majority of the defense staff wanted to maintain a presence in afghanistan the the administration stance amongst the state department and other like non-combatant offices was to remove the United States from Afghanistan. Yeah. And in do so on a expedited timeline, Mm -hmm. do it by the agreed, agreed amount, the agreed time, which was like by September 1st. Right. So what ended up happening was, is that Biden, Biden tried to appease kind of both ends because once the, once and this is where the, the generals are culpable is that when they lost the argument of keeping troops there indefinitely, right. they were just like, all right, we're going to get out as fast as possible. Mm. 
so that's where yes that's where biden tried to capitulate yeah was that he went along with an expedited withdrawal Mm -hmm. um trying to appease the generals while also trying to um make a a clean exit right? right so it it, it, he he made he made a he made a gamble and yeah. it and it backfired yeah and instead of like completely owning that he gets up there and kind of throws his generals under the bus mm-hmm. who then they under oath like they're not going to take that heat yeah and they rightfully told the truth and said hey like he did know it but they also didn't quite admit that there I mean Millie did it's basically say like we had no other option yeah and essentially what I got from mm-hmm. the like both the uh, Secretary of Defense and Mark Milley was that. This was like all of they basically said that the exact same thing that we've been saying on this show is that their bosses, this 20, this 20, like this was never going to end. Yes. Any other way. Yeah. 20 years of mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake led to this. Yeah. It's not it's not an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. It's the culmination of 20 years. And I brought up the bosses as being us again, Mm -hmm. because in in all of that talking of everybody trying to point fingers, there is the looming um, bipartisan desire to get out of Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. At the time, that's what it was. Get them out. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted that. You'd be hard pressed to find citizens even saying like, yeah, we should just chill there longer. Most people don't know better, and no, most people aren't generals. Most people aren't president of the United States, right? They're all they're all privy to information that we couldn't even comprehend yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, but there's still a desire by us to say, like, do twenty years, like let's just cut our losses. There wasn't there was that notion. So all of these two debating on how we should do it, if we should do it, with the pressure of everybody in the nation saying, just do it. Mm-hmm. There's there's gambles, there's calculated risks, there's risks, there's choices, there's all of that, and it didn't go well. It didn't. It didn't go well. And for the most part, Biden has taken you know, Biden has taken I feel like he has he's basically come out and he's like, I'm not apologizing for it. Mm. And he's like, I'm owning I own what happened. Yes. It's he did try I mean, he did try to shift he did try to punt blame uh-huh. a little bit uh-huh. and he rightfully got called out for that for sure for sure but uh anyway i mean he's taking the hit and he's like 10 points down that's what you're saying he's 10 points underwater by like two of the polls that like there's a lot of polls after 2020 that i just don't even look at anymore mm-hmm. but there's a couple like steadfast ones mm-hmm. ones that have been around for decades yeah that you look at and you're like, okay, kind of trust them. One okay. of them being Gallup. Mm-hmm. Gallup was the first ever polling company in the United States. Oh wow! And they do poll, they do um, like opinion polling all over the world. Mm-hmm. So when they come out with a poll, you generally like okay. it's pretty accurate. Right. I feel like it's pretty accurate. And so Gallup is basically saying he's ten points underwater. So what? And at this point mm-hmm. in his presidency, mm-hmm. the only president. Who has been worse? Mm-hmm. Who's had a lower approval rating? Is Donald Trump? Are you serious? From from when the time they started tracking it, which oh. is Truman. Truman was the first president okay, yeah, they started yeah. tracking yeah. approval ratings mm-hmm. um, to this extent, right? In a, a, in a scientific way, right? Truman, um, since Truman, Trump is the is right now. Trump is the only president who has had a lower approval rating at this point in their presidencies than Joe Biden. Whoa. 
and like that fell overnight. We're talking about th- a three week, a month, mm-hmm. where he was sitting at fifty four, fifty five percent, which is about average for most presidents in their first term. Yeah. Versus Trump, who never got above fifty percent average. I wonder what happens when uh, Americans forget about all of it and don't care. Nobody's watching these hearings. I already feel like they don't care anymore. That's but what right I'm now, like I think what has hurt Biden with this is that people already thought he was he was too old and kind of senile. Mm-hmm. And they just view this is a, a pro- this uh, as a product of his yes. his he's not as fast anymore. He's not as he like, he's not, he's not with it. He right. already was kind of loony. And now he's just old and loony. Mm-hmm. And like, I just feel like this just feel, I think people think, well, this is just on brand for him. Like this mm. is just who he is yeah. as a, as an executive. Yeah. And that even though they may not remember the details or even like think to associate this with him in this. three to four years, yeah. the, the conceptualization of Biden Mm-hmm. In their in, in voters' minds, is going to be permanently affected by this. What do you mean? I I, I, I think like in a historical context, like I'm obviously you are oh, too. Historical, I have no idea how he's going to be viewed. I know, but I like to I like to do that exercise sometimes, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's so much on the day to day, and we've talked about this a billion times that we live through. Mm-hmm. That when you look at the history of something, none of that is ever like oh, and on. September 29th, this is what happened, and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I mean, without looking into that specific day, like, you can't really get the – you don't get the the specifics of the general history or the general picture. Um, So, like, is it like, oh, Biden completely blunders Afghanistan? Like, is that – you know what I mean? I just – I play that exercise in my head sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder what this will look like. But you're kind of also saying that, like – in a few months or even a few years from now, like, what is that – how do voters feel about – how that, how all of this went. Mm-hmm. So Biden has the very, very un, like, enviable position, and this is why it was so imperative that Biden governs well. Mm-hmm. It's not just enough to be not Trump, right? Anymore, yeah. he won by being not Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like okay. Was Biden really anybody's like? first real choice if you're a democrat 2016 if, if you're a life right <laughs> if you were if you were a lifetime democrat yeah looking at that field right. of people or people who either did or didn't run right joe biden isn't really like any no, people in, in, were pissed no and people didn't want like you look at oh iowa yeah new hampshire and nevada the first three primaries he sucked yeah Right, he was finishing third and fourth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until South Carolina, like Georgia and South Carolina, bailed his ass out. Right, it was the threat of Trump. Yeah, so he won by being not Trump, mm-hmm. but that only got him to the election. Mm-hmm. Now, to be not, you have to not only do you have to be not Trump, you have to you have to be you have to be a successful governor, right, of the American people, right, because. Otherwise, we're looking at not just a replacement of party and mm, slight mm-hmm. variations of ideology. Yes. We're talking about the ushering in of an undemocratic regime. Yes. If moderation and democratic norms 
lose lose like in right just because yes. of the stuff that you know because now biden right rightfully or wrongfully is now the is the mantle of the democratic experiment yeah versus backsliding towards authoritarianism yeah yeah and we're looking at an 83 year old man yeah is he that old yeah he's in his 80s dude are you serious mm-hmm. no not 83 is pretty, that i'm pretty sure he's 83 no look up biden's age how old is Joe Biden? Joe Biden is 78 years old. Oh, I wasn't even close. Break, <laughs> 78. Dude. He looks 83. <laughs> but I yes, I get what you're saying. Like this is this is the representative of of like you're saying, the the norms and the mm-hmm. and the and what we are championing championing as like holding on to democracy. And if he's blundering at every turn, it's like holy shit. It's told you guys Told you you can't count on this. That's why we need this Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Because the difference between Obama and Romney wasn't all that great. Right, right. Yeah, you said you the said difference that between <laughs> Biden and Trump is, dude. It's it it is an ocean of yeah. difference in terms of how they see yes government, <laughs> right? And, and citizens. I hope. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't I don't know like the levers of power and having the levers of power I think make you a very different person. Oh yeah, I'd love it. But <laughs> the <laughs> but the but in terms of just how they see governance. Yeah, yeah, their role. Yeah, yeah, for in, sure. In what government is yeah. right? Like dem- democ like at least even if Biden is a piece of shit human being. In his own time, like at least yeah. he views and respects to an extent the democratic process. For sure, for sure. Trump does not. No, there's a. I, I don't want to say that the, the difference is like a leader and, um, uh, but but you can it, let's look at like not let's not dive into full leadership conversation, but like exactly what you're saying. Like one definitely operates like a, like what he's been his entire life, and that's. A CEO, a boss of uh, ex- exploiting and manipulating things to to constantly benefit himself, mm-hmm. um, and whatever the fuck you want to define Joe Biden as, that is scarier to me. <laughs> I don't want somebody like that. No, 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 no. Again. So, like, how do you if you're right? So the next Democratic, it's always this. How it's. I mean, this is like at least in the elections that I've been alive. Yeah. The person following the president who was last in office is essentially running on that president's record. Right. Rightfully or wrongfully, Joe McCain, John McCain and George W. Bush were not the same person. They weren't mm. arguing for the same things, but they were from the same party. And a lot of people associated John McCain with just an extension of George W. Bush. Right. Hillary Clinton was just an extension, not necessarily really of Obama, but Hillary Clinton was like, was just an extension of more of the same she was running against the anti it was more that hillary clinton was more establishment versus anti-establishment but she was still basically running on that establishment record this is just more of the same we need to go with somebody who's going to shake things up that was what you always heard about trump right yeah let's just shake things up let's see what let's see what happens yeah he's a businessman we need we need business we need some we need our we need to jumpstart our economy all of this stuff so so the next person my point being is that the next person is going to Who's ever if they're running against Trump or Trump light, yeah, 
they're going to have to be running like basically the person even whether it's biden or not they're going to be running on biden's record right if it's kamala if it's vice president kamala Uh she's going to be basically running on biden's record Mm. and does that hold up right yeah probably i probably not no at this time, with the way that the the way that the Republicans are stonewalling everything, we're looking at another Republic. We're looking at another shutdown. Yeah, the debt ceiling is going to cr- the debt. If they don't, if we default on our loans and the debt ceiling doesn't, we don't vote to raise the debt ceiling, mm-hmm. and we default on our loans and it crashes the economy. Mm-hmm. Who do they? Who ends up with the blame for the poor economy? Yeah, rightfully or wrong, rightfully or wrongfully, it always is the president. Yeah, and. Mitch McConnell knows this. Yeah. When people Ugh. when people's wallets are hurt, they they blame the president. Yeah. And that's when most people end up paying attention to politics is when their bank account takes a hit. Yes. Absolutely. So Mitch McConnell is the master he's he is a master puppeteer. He's a Ugh. master obstructionist. And he knows how to play a weak position. Yeah. And he's playing it he's using process and he's using uh, the institutional mechanisms afforded to the minority party right. to continue to just be a thorn in the side for nothing other than politics and crippling the Biden administration. He's doing the same thing to Biden that he did to Obama. Obama was able to at least have a few years mm-hmm. where he had a not a 50-50 split, but an actual Senate majority right. where the Democrats could could get over the mansions and the cinemas holdouts and actually still pass things. For sure. We're not like Biden doesn't have that, isn't yeah. afforded that, and is look going into a midterm election where the Democrats are now on the offensive. The Democrats were able to get the way the election, the way the election map worked in mm-hmm. 2020. There were more Republic. There was two thirds of the senators who were because senators are a six year term, so they're not up for real. Every every election, every two years, you've got different slates of senators who are up for reelection. Right. So two-thirds of the senators who were up for re-election in 2020 were Republicans. So the Democrats could go on the offensive against incumbents. So it was it was Republicans trying to hold seats. Yes. As flips in 2022, it's now the Democrats on the oh. on the defensive where they can they're more likely going to lose seats. And you're mm-hmm. already looking at a 50-50 split. You lose one of those seats, boom, Republican-controlled Senate. The majority, yeah. So you got to not only do you have to you're going to have the Democrats are going to have to hold serve across the board with a with a president whose popularity is sinking yeah mitch mcconnell knows just just gotta buy time gross dude and you're talking about redistricting have you yep. been paying attention to what's going on in, no. in texas with new, with redistricting no. the way that they their proposed districts uh-huh. are happening after the sent with the census data now <laughs> is that any every single district that was close to flipping to democrats mm-hmm. They redrew it. It's the worst, dude. It is terrible gerrymandering. Basically, the way they've redrawn it is that not a single threatened district has any chance of being really threatened now. Basically, the Democrats will continue to have their their three or four congressional like their deck their congressional districts in the in the solid blue, but it basically eliminates any any potential for competitive districts. Wow. And you don't think that that's going to lead to partisanship, right? When when people don't have to worry about re-election, regardless of what state this is, yeah. When a candidate doesn't have to worry about running for re-election, they don't have to run to them. They don't have to run to the middle. They can only they can run to a reliable base. Dude, you're bumming me that out. That just creates sycophants. Yeah. 
and furthers division and furthers polarization because and apathy because they don't have to be they're just getting re- reelected on R or D. Yeah. And to be fair, I got to point this out. New York's doing the same fucking shit. Yeah. Illinois is doing the same shit. They're doing the Democrats are just as responsible for gerrymandering right now. Oh yeah. Ahead of the game, tw- ahead of 2022 dude. as the Republicans are and except Democrats aren't passing anti-voter legislation right. like the Republicans are. Right. I'm not trying to draw an equal parallel, right. but there's shady shit going on for on sure. both parties for sure. in state houses. So, <sighs> Well, I'll end on this. At least in the next election, we can look forward to Donald Trump running against Obama again. Against Obama? I mean, yeah, he, he wasn't running against Biden this time. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, okay, bye. Bye. bye.